You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. From the 1,600 metres of the Maccabi Diva up to the 1,800 metres of the uh, Underwood Stakes at Sandown last uh, Saturday, uh, Sunday, course with the grand final being Saturday last Sunday he led he fought them all off they all had their chance to get past him but they couldn't do that and uh, off he goes now to I would imagine the Caulfield Stakes and then the Cox Plate that's the usual path Uh, Alligator Blood will be no doubt following that news uh, this week Jimmy Orman has been confirmed uh, to ride far too easy in the Kosciuszko coming up uh, later next month of course which is only just around the corner so uh, Jimmy Orman will ride uh, far too easy in the $2 million Kosciuszko, which will be held at Randwick. He did put his hand up for the ride after the horse won at the Gold Coast a few weeks ago, returned to form, and uh, trained David McComb has taken up that offer. So it'll be great to see Jimmy riding down there in Sydney. He deserves a chance at some of those bigger races. And we're looking forward to seeing uh, how he goes down there. Brad Pengelly. Now, an article that came up uh, yesterday, Brad Pengel, he's a bit of a journeyman jockey. He's been around for a while. He did a lot of riding in Sydney early doors, and he was competitive with some of those uh, better riders in Sydney. Uh, he's been riding mostly in uh, in uh, northern Queensland over the last uh, couple of years, but he's decided to throw it in. He's 45 years of age. Uh, he's decided that... Uh, it's just getting a bit too much. He's battled weight problems for many, many years, and he, he thinks his body was basically saying uh, the effort's all too much. And a ride at 57, just to ride at 57 kilos is a, is a bit of a task. So it's taken his toll. He's got out of it. Uh, he did think about doing that last summer. He's kept on going, but things haven't improved. So he's uh, secured a job in the mining industry in central Queensland. He's been very lucky there, and he believes that will be his future now. So Brad Pengelly. Uh, is packed it in and he will be going off to the mines. As so many people do, they make a, a lot of money in a short space of time, but I can tell you what, not having done it, it would be very hard work, though. They don't get the money for doing nothing. It's a very, very hard life. Uh, this weekend, we've got racing cup-wise. We've got plenty of cup meetings, as we, we seem to have every uh, week in Queensland. We've got the Eidsvold Cup uh, going around tomorrow. That's a non-TAB meeting. Now, all of these, bar the last one I'll mention, are non-TAB meetings. So the Eidsvold Cup uh, tomorrow. The Gordon Vale Cup right up north there also will be a, uh, a cup meeting, a non-TAB meeting on Saturday. So Eidsvold, Gordon Vale, the Junda Cup. There you go. Where's Junda? I have no idea, but I should look that up. Uh, the Tara Cup is another non-TAB meeting on Saturday. And the one that we have got covered by the tab of course is the noosa cup now this is not a big cup but it's a fifty thousand dollar race at the sunshine coast on sunday so the noosa cup uh, will be run on sunday so Eidsvold, gordonvale junda tara and noosa are the cups running this weekend of course we have racing today at townsville and we have racing tomorrow at eagle farm that's our main meeting the aquas park on the gold coast we're also racing at Mackay, and we're also racing on the tab circuit 
at Toowoomba, which is back in its usual position in the twilight zone. And I mentioned that meeting, of course, at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. And for the Queenslanders, we've got a public holiday on Monday and our public holiday race meeting will be at Bow Desert. So looking forward to that. This is the Punters, mate, on SEN. Queensland Spring Carnival is here. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for more details. And the Spring Carnival's been a good one so far. As I said, the uh, the big day at Toowoomba last week, we had the big day at the Gold Coast uh, prior to that. And we've got the uh, the Queensland Cup, a listed race coming up at uh, Eagle Farm next Saturday. And that will round out this year's Racing Queensland Spring Carnival. But I tell you what, there's plenty of, plenty of other spring action going on down south. And it's a big day for... Uh, for all concerned for Baller again at uh, Flemington tomorrow, Tony Gollum will be uh, tackling the Gill guy with Baller, who takes on the likes of uh, Private Eye. That should be a, a good clash down the uh, down the Flemington Strait. Now uh, we've still got some issues with our phone box, so I can't get hold of uh, Chris Anderson at this stage. Hopefully, we'll be able to get Chris maybe after uh, 7 a.m. news. Worst case scenario, we are still planning on chatting to David Van Dyke uh, later in the show. Also, however. I'm missing that. I'm missing Sam Hyland. I'm missing the lot, but we'll plough on. Let's look at some follow, fold and forgives from last weekend's racing or last weekend's or last week's racing. Now, Uncommon Valour. Uncommon Valour went around in the uh, the Toowoomba Guineas and, again, got plenty of support from the, uh, the punting public. Started a $3.90 favourite. I don't think they could have shot Uncommon Valor with a 22 when they got to about the 800 metre mark. He was that far out of contention. He just keeps on running on in his races, which he did again, but he was beat six lengths. I think the time has come to uh, fold right up on uh, Uncommon Valor. He's been uh, he's been one of those run-on horses for a couple of starts, or probably three starts now, or everyone's telling you to jump on board next time. Well, next time was last week, and he failed to deliver. So for mine, Uncommon Valor, he might be a good horse next prep. He might have another run this prep, but for the moment, he's a definite fold for me. Now, another fold is a horse that he's gone right off the boil this week, or this uh, preparation, should I say, and that's the move from Tony Gollan's stable. Now, he's a horse that raced very well last preparation. He had his first couple of runs this time in down south, and then he turned up at the Sunshine Coast last Sunday in a much, much easier race. Had a lovely run in the race. But he didn't finish off one. We didn't finish off at all, unfortunately, for his supporters. And again, he was well backed because he was the best horse in the race. But he's not the best horse form-wise in the race. So we're going to fold up on the move from the Golan Stables. So no more the move for a while. Now, out of that Sunshine Coast meeting on Sunday, we did see one that was very impressive, making its first start, and that was Sir Carter. Uh, who ran second to Invinovich, trained by Natalie McCall. Now, Invinovich is a horse that uh, was probably one of the better maidens going around in Queensland, had some good form in its uh, lonely, lightly raced career. Uh, got the money, but G. Sir Carter was running on strongly at the end. He needs further. His trial prior have been very good. So he's a horse, uh, I think he's owned by the Muggs Racing Syndicate. They've got a few horses. They're doing a good job. They're a good bunch of guys, and they've got Sir Carter for that with uh, with. Peter and Will Hulbert, I think it is. So, Sir Carter is definitely one to follow. That Sir Carter, S-I-R, second word, Carter, C-A-R-T-E-R. So, it's a definite follow. Gamboo went around again at uh, the Sunshine Coast on Wednesday at a midweek meeting. 
Uh, I couldn't have uh, suggested any more strongly that I thought this horse would win again just as he did last time, and I thought it would be the same sort of win. He'd settle back in the field. Ben Thompson would peel him to the outside, get to that crown of the track, which is where you want to be at the Sunshine Coast, and just run home right over the top of them. Well, he went forward and tried to lead. I have no idea why, why that would even be a thought in anyone's mind. Maybe the horse took hold of Ben. Anyway, uh, he went forward, led, and then something went past him and he was keen in the run. And as soon as they turned for home, well, up went the white flag and that went the chances of Gamboo and all Gamboo's supporters, including yours truly. So forgive Gambu. That was not the real Gambu. He needs to be ridden quietly. He needs to be ridden back in the field. He's a horse that has got good ability. He'll be further out to longer trips. That was 2,200. We don't get much further. So that 2,000... 2,400 metre range will be absolutely perfect for him. So Uncommon Valour is a fold. The Move is a fold. Sir Carter is a definite follow. And Gambu is a forgive. So we've got a mixed bag there of follow, fold and forgives. Now thanks to Aquas were the follow, fold and forgives. Queensland best and largest Stallion Facility and Queensland Breeders, number one supporter. All right, well, while I'm waffling on, we might as well look at some tips uh, for the weekend because hopefully later in the show, when we normally do this, we'll be chatting to Chris Anderson and David Van Dyke. And maybe even Sam Hyland will make an appearance, but I'll stress it's not his fault. He is uh, he is waiting to go on air, but we've got a technical difficulty there. So Sam's waiting. He's chomping at the bit, ready to go, but unfortunately we can't hear him. All right, let's go to Eagle Farm tomorrow. Go to this last race. Very interesting race. We have this horse that's got the big wraps on him, uh, Birry Cart from the O'Day Hoisted Stable. Now, he's got a very good record, as we know. He's only been beaten once. Let me just see here. Oh, my God. He's had uh, five starts for four wins. His only defeat came at the Gold Coast uh, behind Prince of Boom uh, in one of the dual races back on the 19th of March. Uh, no excuses that day. Maybe uh, the Gold Coast track just didn't suit him. But, uh, look, that's the only time he's missed a placing. He's won his other four starts. Biricart. Now, interestingly, he's never raced at Eagle Farm. His victories to date have been all at Doombin, and they've been 1,200 on each occasion. This time he goes to 1,200 metres at Eagle Farm, which is a much different 1,200 metres than it is at Doombin. Now, we saw that perfect example of that going back probably a month or so ago when Duleith was going around against uh, Go Wanji, and we all went on Delete's run at Doombin and we thought he'd just do the same thing again lead, cruise and go on, you wouldn't be able to run him down but he found it a lot tougher when he uh, when he went around at uh, Eagle Farm compared to Doombin now Sam I believe you're there Sam you're not there, okay I'll try again in a minute uh, as I said different kettle of fish so we get to Eagle Farm, he's up the front a long run home, whereas Sweet Margot May, the second horse in the uh, the market, the mare from the Rob Heathcote stable, has got a very good record. She's been to Eagle Farm twice for two wins, and you know she's going to be very, very strong late. I think she, is that you, Sam? Chris O, how good is your padding? How good is your padding? Outstanding. I don't think I think any, anyone that's been listening to my padding would have probably switched off by now. And thought, what is this guy going on about? On and on and on. Anyway, uh, it's good to have you. It's good to have you online. What's happening? Yeah, it's good. It's good to be here. Good to be here. Yeah, we had a little bit of uh, confusion whether we're in the big boy studio or on the Kodak. Uh, I've been doing the Kodak um, from the Gold Coast here. We're having a week off uh, with the belly lids, and it's been uh, good fun with uh, another family, Ben and Karen, and and. Uh, 
Hudson and Willow and and uh, Imogen and and our three kids. So it's been good fun. And what have you been uh, yeah, doing? So it's good. good uh, well, we've been. I tell you what, we went to Rickshaws yesterday for lunch, and I tell you what, it's it's uh, is it a good feed, Chris? Is it Rickshaws, a good feed? I'm going to say it's a. It's on the. Um, uh, where is it? Burley, is it? It's not the Burley, Burley Pavilion, or... is it? Yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah, everyone yeah, raves about that. Outstanding. Gee, it was a good feed. And, uh, yeah, so it was good to uh, good to have a day off from the kids. And thanks to uh, thanks to Trish and Val, who looked after the belly lids. Uh, so I'm sure they had their uh, had them off the bit yesterday. And so, yeah, we had a good day. It was good fun. You must have known somebody, Sammy, because uh, I haven't been there, but everyone tells me how good it is and everyone tells me how packed it is. Now, it's school holidays this week and it's the middle it's the middle leg. Everyone is on school holidays this week, every single state. So I know from where I live, it's packed. I don't know how you got a table there. You must know somebody. Uh, we, we were, look, we were prepared. Ben's right onto this stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think he booked a while ago. So he's... Uh, uh, he's an absolute uh, professional at it. So, and uh, the bug rolls—it is probably the greatest thing I've ever eaten. The oh. greatest thing I've ever eaten in all my life, I reckon. <laughs> the bug rolls. Um, uh, it's a strong tip there, Chris. O. it is a strong can, tip there. You cannot beat a Morton Bay bug. They are absolutely beautiful. Oh. Those things. They are really. Are we, yeah, have cool. you done any theme parks? Uh, no, we haven't done any theme parks. Uh, we've just be been. Packed. We've just been beaching and uh, beaching, and I've done a bit of track. I did trackside Monday, Wednesday, and I might again today. So uh, we're all about finding winners, obviously, on trackside. We've had a couple of uh, not bad days. I did hear uh, your – I was tuning in on the phone as we were trying to uh, connect up, and I was listening to your follows and folds and Mm -hmm. forgives and – uh, my fold, manhood. Oh, my gosh. What <laughs> well, about manhood? What about manhood, please? I folded up on him a few weeks ago. I've beaten you there. But you must have given <laughs> him one more chance. But he is the most overrated horse in Queensland. Absolute well, sausage. Absolute sausage. And I'll tell you what, uh, the follow is uh, happened just on Wednesday with uh, that yellow brick winning. I'll tell you yeah. what, that's a nice horse. That is a nice horse. And... It was just a heavy track that brought him undone there first up on the Gold Coast, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll be seeing him win again. He is a smart horse. All right, Sammy, we will go for a break. Remember, the Queensland Spring Carnival is here. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for more details. This is the Punters, mate, on SEN. Back on the punters, mate, on this Friday morning, the 30th of September 2022. And I'm pleased to say that uh, I do have Sam Hyland with me. Sam Hyland and Chris Nelson joining you <laughs> on this Friday, Sam. Even though you are on location from a holiday spot on the Gold Coast, but uh, you have sort of had half a holiday. You've done plenty of work along the way. That's it. Uh, yeah, we're mixing uh, work with a bit of playing, Chris. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's all good. Now, what did you make of the uh, the Toowoomba Cup last week? It was a um, was a good day, wasn't it? Fantastic day. Gee, uh, we've spoke about it a couple of times about uh, Jack Bruce and and uh, how strong his stable is, and wow, we uh, took out the Wheatwood with uh, Axe Samantha yep. Collett, and uh, yeah, it was it was a top win. Garibaldi, uh, <laughs> he was around the money. He's always thereabouts, isn't he? And then uh, G Seed of Power, what a win! Like, uh, yeah. that was great to see Jimmy Orman. Obviously, we spoke to him 
yep. uh, last week, and he was uh, on the Darling Download, and he was saying how uh, you know he'd won the Pat O'Shea, he'd won the Wheatwood, and he wanted to tick off the Toowoomba Cup, and he did exactly that with uh, Seat of Power, and just a horse in in super form, and and paid well too, Chris. Yeah, and uh, look, I thought Aussie Nugget had him. I thought he had him down the straight. He just uh, came out of the pack nicely ridden by Ben Thompson. It was a duel down to the line. There was another three and a half lengths to the third horse, Red Wave. But he fought on very well, seat of power, and uh, yeah, he's a, he's a good one. It didn't pay as well as our other tips, Sammy, I and mean, we're going to blow our own trumpet here. Couldn't refuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How was that, that price? And we did say that. This is not a, this is not a post-race comment. Unbelievable, wasn't it? That yep. uh, yeah, I was waiting for him to get smacked, and and then uh, and what about the win? Like he he didn't have the best of runs either, did oh. he? But he uh, gee, he just kept on kept kicking on. I think that horse is a little bit tricky. You just got to get him in a right rhythm. Uh, but yeah, he came out uh, on top for us. Uh, at the uh, $17.60, if you don't mind. <laughs> well, I think the, the query was he had the wide gate and the big weight, and Jimmy Byrne wasn't worried about parking him wide. He just wanted no. some cover, and he did get cover in the run, and he just kept on looming and looming into the race on the home turn. He, he had them covered, and he won by two lengths at that price. Unbelievable. So that was a that was a very good result. And Madame, Madame Odette was very impressive, I thought, winning the uh, the uh, the guineas, the Garden City guineas, and will go off and probably uh, run a race in Sydney uh, during the carnival. We'll go down to Sydney for, for Tony Dolan. So there you go. We'll keep our eye on that. We'll go for a break for the news when we come back. Chris Anderson. Welcome back to the Punters, mate. Welcome back to the Punters, mate. It's Friday morning, the 30th of September, 2022. Sam, we haven't been able to get hold of uh, Chris Anderson. No fault of Chris's. The fault is at our end with the phone system. So um, Chris and David Van Dyke may not be with us today, which means that you're going to probably have to sing a couple of top 40 hits, a couple of your old favourite shows <laughs> to get us through. <laughs> uh, we're going to have well, to do a lot what, of... <laughs> i tell you what. It, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I was only thinking uh, when Patrick gave us the news uh, uh, that... Uh, yeah, our phone boxes are not working. We can't get hold of anyone. And obviously uh, we record the Darling Download after this. And I'm thinking, wow, we, what are we going to do? And then I thought, well, let's just have a look at this meeting tomorrow. Let's, let's well, uh, before we do that, chat about it. Yeah. I want to ask you a couple of questions. One, okay. and you'll, you'll be all over these. Firstly, um, and I'm not all over this, but very elegant missing a start in the arc. Got a comment or an opinion on that? Yeah, it's like uh, obviously there's a, a tricky rule um, from I, my – I'm not absolutely all over it, but I was reading something about it briefly yesterday and, uh, yeah, it's some rule that uh, – I, I think at this stage she's going to get in anyway. That's Do you? the latest I've heard. Well, that's okay. That's what I heard last night, that uh, there was a chance that, you, you know, they, they think uh, she's good to go to get in the race, but – Jay, where's you? What you wouldn't? Uh, I'm very surprised that, um, you know, no one knew about this. The, yeah, that you know what I mean. Like, I mean, you go to the other side of the world, and and this is what she went there for. I mean, the way she went in that uh, in that last run, uh, leading up like that, I got up and watched that race, and, and she wasn't suited to. To being in front, uh, but she crawled at a, at a steady tempo, and then I thought she was really brave in the straight, and I thought, yep, she's, 
you know what? She's run super. So she had that first up run she couldn't possibly win uh, with how slow they went, and she was ridden out the back cold. Then yep. she leads up, and, and she was really brave in the straight. And, you know, it was only that last little bit that caught her, and uh, I think uh, it's fair to say that she wasn't suited to leading. Um, and... So then I thought, well, I, if I had very elegant, I would go to the um, the twenty eight hundred mares race, and mm-hmm. and she'll win, you know, off the back of that. But then she was going there to, to you know, the, the whole purpose of the trip was to run in the arc, wasn't it? So, yep. um, uh, so I can understand connections. You know, they've they've won in the short time that they've been in horse ownership. The the connections have won everything with so many different horses anyway. And obviously uh, Very Elegant has been outstanding for them and she owes them nothing. And so, yeah, they're, they're having to throw at the stumps at, at the arc. I'm surprised that uh, Francois Graffard, Graffard has, you know, didn't wasn't all over this, you know, of, of why maybe there was a chance she couldn't get into the race, you know. It's, I mean, it's, uh, eh, I don't know, it's a weird one. It is, one. isn't it? But it's it, it's you know if you had if you had what is uh, one of Australia's best horses coming yeah. over to to your stable, you'd be all over it, wouldn't you? Like, uh, you you wouldn't. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. You just but even even uh, what is it? France Gallup, the the French authority yeah. over there. Like why why weren't they uh, up to speed with it? Like you know why wasn't it put out earlier than than just now? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I thought I thought it was very odd. Hmm, I can. I'm guessing there'd be a couple of, well, one in particular, very unhappy owner. Yeah, that's it. It's uh, it's uh, uh, as a, as I as I just spoke about. You know, I mean, this is this is what they they went for. This is what yep. they made the trip for. You know, so it um, and then and then to to have a horse of her ability uh, and. You know, go through all the motions. Obviously, getting over there and having a couple of runs under her belt and putting her in the right stable and rah rah rah, everything everything's ticked off, and then you can't get in the race. Wow! You know? All right. Like, uh, it's, oh. yeah, it's it's odd. I've got some more topics here. I'd like your opinion on. So uh, yeah. these are questions without notice. Um, the Epsom tomorrow. Very small field. Epsoms are usually 22, 20, whatever, with emergencies and big handicap races. I think we've got 12 runners or something in the race. Yeah, it's, uh, well, I have been vocal about yep. it uh, on on trackside and, and the races down in Melbourne. You know how they're, they're lacking depth and, you know, there's just, I don't know. There's just not the good horses around, is there? You know that uh, that uh, we and once upon been... a time had, and I, and I guess I, you know, I'm uh, I'm I'm a bit uh, I'm a bit old school, and and I, I you know, and I think back to to the '90s and and how strong racing was then. You know, it was only only on Wednesday where I was talk, discussing with Tags about. Um, uh, you know when Friedmans were yep. were at their best, and and I was saying how you know I think it was that period of Scal. Well, they obviously had quite a few years where they were so strong, but Scalacci when the when Scalacci was was winning everything, you know that like they had they had 
nearly 10 horses that were, were lining up just going out winning uh, group ones, you know. It was that they were just, yeah, I, I uh, like a- Andrew Payne and I uh, were apprentices together and we're good mates and, and we used to say, we used to say, I remember saying back then, how you'll just never beat these Freemans, you know. They they are just so strong, you know. It used to be, it used to be Colin Hayes, and then David Hayes took over, and then the Freemans came along, and you were just like, wow, we like they just had so many good horses, you know. Yeah. And and I I talk about my favourite races that uh, uh, 1992 Cox Plate with the superimposed one. I mean that that superimposed was at the end of his his. Um, career and he goes out winning a Cox Plate, but that field was just jam-packed full of Group 1 horses, you know. They were just guns. We don't we don't see that now. We don't we don't see it. And then, uh, like you say, this Epsom uh, tomorrow, uh, it's only got 11 runners now because character is out of it. So yeah. it's, uh, you know, it, it's, yeah, I don't know. Well, obviously we're not breeding as many horses, so, so um but there's just there's just not the good horses around that that there used to be, you know. Um, we we're going to be what, like America what's behind that. Eventually, where we have these big races and there's fields of four and five going around. Yeah, well, it, it, that would be um, that would be a terrible thing, wouldn't it? Because, it would. Um, uh, you know what? Were good horses? Good horses bring people to the races, and and and, uh, and especially in in those big races, you know, and. Uh, we saw it with Black Caviar. We saw it with Winks, and uh, you know, it's yeah. I, I suppose uh, it's 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 just lacking. That we're just lacking the, the the top class ones. Now, before we go to our next break, I've got one more question for you, and I can tell you, I'm ecstatic, and I'm sure you you will be too. That the Pro Sandown ticket picked up uh, three positions on the uh, MRC vote uh, yesterday. How good is that? Pro Sandown, we're both very pro Sandown. Yeah, it's it, look, it's it's um, it is one of our best tracks. You know, obviously Flemington is is our best track in uh, in Australia, and and I would say Sandown uh, runs second. You know, yep. um, and uh, it is the it is so important to the racing industry uh, down in down in Victoria. The fact that um, they have two tracks, uh, the lakeside and then the hillside track. Um, uh, yeah, throughout winter they race every Wednesday. Um, in you know winter, it's so important uh, throughout winter Sandown, and you know it is such a, a great track to give uh, every every horse a chance. And you know um, they've when you look at Sandown, um, the facilities haven't changed for for so no. so long. I you know this has obviously always been in in the. Uh, you know, in, in the plan to, to get rid of Sandown and, and uh, you know, it's, you know, I guess over the last 12 months it's got stronger and stronger and got more legs about it, but it would be so disappointing to see, you know, that they own that land, Chris, you know, they yeah. own that land. Why, why would you spend so much money on building a greyhound track uh, on the inside of Caulfield on land you don't own? You know, yeah. I don't understand it. It's, it doesn't make sense to me. And uh, you know what? Um... It all boils back to money. I, I think it's uh, it's complete. Yeah, but they say that. But you know what? The uh, Caulfield that 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 racing on that inner track it will dead set be poker machine racing. No one's going to mm. go to it on a Wednesday night. 
it's standing away, standing 200 metres away from the track, and um, you know it's going to have no atmosphere. It's you know it's 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 just dead set poker machine racing. So it's why why not why not uh, put money into Sandown and trick it up to make it a place to to go. You know, I mean it's in with how um, with how. Uh, logistics are now in melbourne sandown's part of melbourne isn't it really you know oh it is it definitely once is a time, once upon a time uh, you used to say oh it was a bit out of melbourne well no it's, uh, yeah i mean <laughs> you know no way and the gates open they're racing and larrick and rogers come out three lengths behind the field Larrick and Rogue down the outside is making ground. The leader is still Hemsby from Prime for Victory. Here comes Larrick and Rogue. Hemsby the leader at white. Larrick and Rogue. Hemsby, Larrick and Rogue drives, gets up. A big win. Larrick and Rogue's won. Photos for second. Hemsby, Prime for Victory. What a win from Larrick and Rogue. Uh, clearly didn't go to plan early. Out the back, bomb the kick. Had a lot, a lot of work to do, a lot of ground to make up. But he's got to the outside and mown them down under the urgings of Steph Thompson. That's been a big win. And there he was, Larrick and Rogue, of course, winning that race at the Sunshine Coast back on the 17th of July this year. And we have got Chris Anderson on the phone. I'm pleased to say it's been a long wait. But Chris, so th uh, thankful for your patience and uh, great to have you on this morning. How are you? Mate, always good to talk to Australia's best tipster, so I'm well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please, please, please. Far couldn't be any further from the truth. We've got Sammy Highland with us as well. Sammy, you there? All coming in loud and clear. I'm here, I'm here Chris O. Both Chris O's and uh, Chris. <laughs> it must be uh, when you, even when you hear uh, the the replay of that win, and I'm sure you just get a real kick out of it because it was it was such a big win, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, Sam. It was enormous, actually. In fact, I was kicking stones until about the 50-metre mark, and uh, I can tell you I threw a number of F-bombs out on that particular day as well. But one of the Barry boys had hold of his bridle coming out of the gate, so uh, I don't think there was too much to blame there as far as the horse was concerned. I think it was uh, an attended error, and that's pretty well the reason why he began so tardy. Now, we're talking about Larrikin Rogue, of course, because he resumes tomorrow at Eagle Farm in race number six, and Chris... There's no official trials down for him. That's the thing that I liked about him going into that uh, debut was his trial on the dirt track there at Eagle Farm. But I can't find any official trials. Have we had a jump out or two? Oh, geez, can I tell you this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, of course. He's, he's, he's gone over 1,000 metres uh, in, in a jump out coming into Saturday. Had a little question just from Fortnite. And, um, yep. Uh, look, he, he's, he's probably not completely wound up to, to be totally honest so there's certainly vulnerabilities there and uh you know he's a horse chris that'll certainly appreciate you know when he starts to stretch out and trip you know i can't wait to see him over 1200 and you know he sort of gives me the feel that when he gets to uh the 14 he'll be uh, even better again but um uh he's got to take on horses that are very seasoned with uh, a lot of race fitness and um uh, i guess the most you know pleasing thing about him moving forward is he's, he's, he's only going to get better with it at a time. Chris, uh, okay, so if the punters out there want to back him tomorrow, I mean, he's around $5 at the moment. Uh, do you think that's a fair price? I mean, you're a very shrewd and very smart and a very astute trainer. I'm sure you wouldn't be running him in this race tomorrow if you didn't think he'd going to be very competitive. 
he must have me mixed up with Chris Swallow with all those adjectives. <laughs> but, uh, I can I I can tell you that um, yeah. Look, I I think he can certainly um, be right there at the finish. Absolutely, I think he's worth an each way ticket. But Good. there are vulnerabilities there, as I mentioned. He's taking a, a horse that's won its last two in town that looks well above average that. Looks to probably maybe get its own way in front. I've got another horse, Glamborghini, that's probably going to come out and get to the Gold Coast. So it takes a little bit of speed and a bit of pressure out of the race. So um, we just need to ensure that we just don't ride the horse too cute tomorrow. Uh, when he did win his trial that you spoke about earlier on the dirt, he did lead up and kicked away. So mm. I think he, he's shown me he's got a little bit of versatility, which I think moving forward will be a real asset for us, as per it is any horse. So... Um, yeah, definitely, Chris. I'm, I'm really hoping he can go there and be a definite winning chance. Gemelon Bolt, you've got in race seven from a wide draw. Will Gemelon Bolt run, Chris? He will. He's had a terrific preparation, winning three or five. Uh, we scratched him out of the Gold Coast a couple of weeks ago from a bad gate, but more so track-related because it was a heavy ace on that particular day. So, uh, unfortunately, yes, we've drawn poor. So hard to win when you draw uh, outside of five over that 1,000 metres at Eagle Farm, but We've got the three kilos off. Uh, he's fit. He's well. His work was super Tuesday. So uh, he'll go rounded most likely, go to the paddock uh, for a break. Just All on right. that uh, with Eagle Farm, Chris, it's uh, obviously it's, it's had its talk uh, over the time, but it seems to be racing a bit better now. Would that be fair to say? Absolutely. And, and Sam, you, you probably talk to a lot of the jockeys and, and might be a little bit more well-versed to talk about it than me, to be honest. But... Uh, and I certainly don't want to talk about grass and the types of grass and growing conditions, but uh, in simplistic terms, it looks like they've just put a lot of kikuyu in, which is just, I actually looked at it again this morning, since this warmer weather's come out, it's just really taken hold, and it seems to be really taking over from the winter green, and yeah, you, 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 you're right, there seems to be a lot less chat about it, and um, I guess that indicates that, that jockeys are, are seemingly uh, a, a lot more pleased with the way it's certainly playing. Now, just a couple of other uh, runners you got over the weekend before we let you go that I was interested in asking you about. One is at Toowoomba, Penasquito. Looks a very winnable race. Yeah, and just on that, Chris, I'll give you my best of the day at the conclusion of this. But uh, look, he's an old war horse, Penasquito. He keeps going around. He's a, he's a beautiful horse. He's lovely and sound. And um, yeah, we just try and place him as best we can. And uh, he's found a nice race up to Toowoomba. He loves that track and trip and uh, he's probably a little bit, bit of a hopefully a sneaky for us if, if punters are, uh, are looking to get out. Maybe they can have something small on him up there. And at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday you got me wondering now, I can't wait to hear your best of the day, but it was Script Rider that I wanted to ask you about. Very good run first up. Super. Uh, probably found that race a little bit too soon, but it was certainly the right race. I only just missed uh, track was downgraded after a little bit of rain on that day. So, look, had we got the, the four or the five on that particular day and not sort of downgraded to a to a heavy eight, you know, he might have got over the top of them late, but only just missed. But, yeah, going super. Has a lot of weight in the 59 and a half to carry. If he can overcome that, he's a big, strong horse. I can't see why he can't. And uh, definitely give him a winning chance here on Sunday. All right, no more questions. What's your best of the day? I mean, what? can't wait to hear what this is. And I hope best, I agree. best of the weekend. Yeah, sounds like it. Well, it's non-horse racing related, but I'm going to give oh. it to the punters. Mm. Now, I'm, I'm just going to preface it and say stockbrokers come out and beat their chest all the time and say they'll tip you into a 50-cent share and it turns into 60 cents and they think they're geniuses over a month, right? <laughs> yeah. 
we'll find punters. Uh, a $2.50 all up just wins. Penrith. <laughs> yes. To win the, the grand final. Yep. Penrith reserve grade to win the grand final over Norths. I hope Norths do win, but I think Penrith reserve grade just win. Yep. Into the Newcastle women's NRL team. $2.50. Absolute money for jam. When wow. did you sit down and put this mouldy together? You've been doing the form for a right, the, the women's comp, the reserve comp. Fair enough, it's the seniors. <laughs> well, I'm not a Penrith supporter, to be honest, but uh, if you saw their reserve grade side played North Queensland a couple of weeks ago, they were outstanding. And uh, I've got twin girls at home, and one of them absolutely loves Millie Boyle, who plays for, for the Newcastle Knights. So uh, yeah. uh, I guess that's why we follow her and the Newcastle female team uh, to an extent. But Chris, I can only tip them in. I can't put them on. So uh, <laughs> you can lead a horse to water. Some, uh, some some tips Monday. All right. So Penrith seniors to win on uh, Sunday night. The Penrith reserve team and the Newcastle women's team. Correct. Absolute certainties, Chris. All right. Wow. Well, we're all on. We're all on, Sammy. Put on, take out. That's that right. Easy. Tags would say, "What is it? The more you put on, the more That's you win." It. The more you bet, the more you get. That's it. The more you, the more you win. Yep. All right. Well, we will do that, Chris. And if uh, it doesn't get up and something goes wrong, you'll surely hear about it. <laughs> the internet will be turned off over the weekend, I can tell you. So, Chris, you're telling weekend. his son, Gambagini, he's going to go to the Gold Coast. Yeah, that's right. Uh, down there over 900. We actually took it to a three-horse race, believe it or not, at Gatton two starts yeah. back, and we... We identified that race on, on the Monday, and I said to the, you know, the ownership group, we were going to we were going to actually trial her on the Tuesday, and I said, let's just pull her out, treat Gatton as a trial. So she went there, you know, a little bit underdone, and, and obviously won a twenty five thousand dollars cutest race. So it was a, a very nice paid trial for the owners, and uh, she certainly improved off the back of that. I think she goes there a good winning chance. Hit them up at the Gold Coast. All right, thanks, Chris. Thanks for your time. I really appreciate your patience this morning. It's been a long haul to get you online, but uh, we always appreciate it. Good luck over the weekend, and we'll chat to you soon, and we will put that multi on as soon as we go off air. Good on you, guys. Fun as always. Thanks for having me. Good on you, Chris. Thank you very much. Chris Anderson joining us there. Really, really nice guy, Sammy. Wouldn't meet anyone nicer than Chris Anderson, and he's always uh, so generous with his time. I hope Larrick and Rogue runs really well. Now, we've got a couple of minutes to go. What's your morals for tomorrow? Uh, we own a smart one. It wins, yep. doesn't it? Uh, I think so. it, it wins. Uh, strike award at uh, Toowoomba, race five, number three. And in the last at Flemington, I like Mr. Maestro. Uh, mm. yeah, I think he's a good horse the way he quickened uh, last start, and obviously, di- different uh, conditions he'll have tomorrow, but he's been effective on top of the ground. I think he can get the money. I'm going to go race nine, number 11 at Eagle Farm. Beery, sorry, Sweet Margot May to knock over Beery Cart. I think Beery Cart's vulnerable at Eagle Farm. So Sweet Margot May for me, race nine, number 11. Race four, number seven, Mock Taffy can win again. And I have a moral, an absolute moral for the weekend, Sammy. And wow. it's in a group one, and it's Fireburn in the flight stakes. How can they possibly beat that horse, considering now it'll be a wet track? How? Wow. Fireburn. Fireburn wins. All righty, Sammy, great to have you on. Uh, Great to have everyone listening in this morning. It's been a bit of a, a hard show of shambles at times, but we got through it, and we'll do it all again next week.